Well, that's going to be a nice taste after what has been a very interesting couple of weeks. Uh, Dan, how, how how's life? Oh, uh, Orlando's teething, so we're we're dealing with that. That's one of the reasons we're recording mid afternoon while my wife's at the mall, just because <laughs> just we had to get it in. And uh, outside of that, sports have been fun. Yeah, it has. Um, yeah, it's been a it's. Not so much has happened since we last recorded. Um, the biggest thing, uh, which we're going to talk about first, we're going to do some NBA all-star talk um, in a little bit and some college basketball talk. But we're going to start with the big NFL news of the past week, which was J.J. Watt signing with the Cardinals. Um, Dan, I don't know about you, but this took me by surprise. Um, yeah, they were, were not ha- on anybody's like big board. I don't think. No. Um, of course, someone afterwards, someone said like this. These talks have been going on, blah blah blah, and it's like that's interesting because, which I mean, they obviously were because he signed with them, so there were obviously yeah. were talks. But like, and then there were. There's just a lot of going on, but uh, overall. What's your take on uh, what this means for the Cardinals moving forward? Yeah. First, as you mentioned, yeah, I mean, they had to be talking. They didn't just, he didn't just like send the contract over and he signed it and send it back through the mail. No, they, they had discussions and negotiations. Yeah. Um, He just wasn't as public about it because he was also, he was playing coy too. He was just kind of having fun with it. It seemed like. Um, Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, people were, and like he knew it was crazy. I mean, literally the day he announced the signing, they were talking about like, looking on his peloton and it was yes which was i mean of all the uh, i mean that's (laughs) if that's not 2021 for you where are we looking for news on uh sports uh check his peloton profile what yeah you do a lot of thinking on the bike you do a lot of thinking about about your future on the bike i mean Um, but in in general to answer your question i i mean it's an upgrade for the i mean it's it's good for the cardinals obviously i mean it's not an insane contract i think like 31 24 guaranteed something like that two ish two year i think um so he's getting paid uh, but they're gonna get they're gonna get back what they're paying him the problem is i don't think it massively upgrades their team i don't think pass rush is like exactly what they were missing i mean i i mean they were it just this is what it says to this is what it says to me. One, he has some strong belief. JJ Watt is a guy who, you know, he's a good football player. He knows what it takes for a team to be good. Mm-hmm. He believes strongly in this Arizona team. So that's that says something to me that he does believe in Kyler and what they're doing. Um, yeah, I guess because leaving Houston. Then my question becomes, did he think some of those other Houston teams really could do it too? Or does he like this Arizona team more than the construct of those Houston teams as well? Because I kind of look at them pretty similar to, you know, the Texans teams that won 11 games or so and and looked like maybe had a chance, but never right. really did. Well, that was only, if you think about it, it's only um, two teams that he was on that made the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think or no, I think they made more than that. I think they like squeezed no, you, in and just lost. You're right. They made it at least three times because they made it the one year where TJ Yates ended up having to come in mm-hmm. because I can't remember who their starter was. And then Matt Leinart came in, and then TJ Yates came in and won a couple games. I think it was still the Matt Schaub years actually. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember if it was Schaub or if it was like the year after they started. Like I don't know where like Ryan Mallett comes to my head or something like you know, but they had a not. Elite starter by before they drafted Deshaun, obviously. Yeah, I think they drafted Tom Savage. At, I believe was he yeah. from Pittsburgh that uh, that he was on their team for a little bit. I think so. Yes, but I, Tom Savage was definitely the quarterback for the Houston Texans in that little run. But um, and then they played. They beat the Bengals in the first round that year. That was a mm-hmm. wild year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those Marvin uh, Lewis teams. Uh, yes. Um. And then they made the playoffs. I remember, I think it was one year with uh, Andrew Luck where they were the three seed and we were the six. And we beat mm-hmm. them. 
Yeah, I think that's the main year I'm talking about because I think that's that is the best Texans team of the last probably the best Texans team maybe. I don't know the one not obviously this season but the one 2018-19 is that I, the one I'm thinking? I think it's nine. Are you talking about nineteen twenty? The one that was Chiefs. 20 points up yeah. on the Chiefs. I yeah. mean, that team was good. They were really good. They just, boy, they just could not. That, that, that I mean, that collapses. I mean, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's obviously it's not 28-3, but it's on, it's, it's actually on the same proportion to oh, a I, equally I, good team, I would argue. Yeah, at least. If the, if the um, Niners didn't blow like 20 to 9 or whatever it was in the Super Bowl, we'd all constantly be talking about that Texas team as well. It's just that that Chiefs team, that same team, pulled another ridiculous comeback in an even bigger game that kind of overshadows this comeback. Even though yeah. they, they, they get like labeled as a team that can make big comebacks, and you don't think about the team that they actually do it against. Unlike 28 to 3, where you think, oh no, the Falcons somehow did it again. Yeah, that that whew, boy, they still haven't recovered, bro. I don't know if no. they'll ever recover from that. That's, I mean, that is wild stuff. Not um, with Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's he's got he he's got too much mileage. And, he's got too yeah. much mileage. Um, yeah, that and that is just that. I mean, that's a whole different discussion we can talk about at some other point. But yeah, whenever Matt Ryan because, does something with his contract, because it's going to have to happen here soon. So I mean, they they're they're pretty much stuck with him for at least a while. But we'll see mm-hmm. if they go quarterback in this draft. A lot of people are projecting they will. So. Yeah, I would. I would if I were them personally. Yeah, but yeah, I think. So, what we'll do you do, think? What do you think it does for the Cardinals then, Chuck? I think it makes them a more a much more interesting free agent destination for defensive players. That's for sure. If you're if you're like a veteran linebacker who's like I'm, if you're one of these linebackers like I want to win a championship, you know, you're going to play with JJ Watt. If JJ Watt tells you he believes in this defense in this team. I mean, J.J. Watt's a very well-respected player in the league, a Walter Payton Man of the Year winner, like one of the faces of the league, and it's hard for a defensive player to be that, but he is one of those guys, Mm -hmm. at least one of the bigger names. I mean, he, uh, I mean, I think it's a big deal. I think it'll be an interesting shift that makes Arizona a very interesting free agent destination. Yeah, because they still have Chandler Jones, right? I mean, they have like, I think mm-hmm. the and, stat I've seen thrown around all over the place, they have the two leading sacks uh, leaders from last year, you know? Yeah. Chandler, yeah. Chandler, I mean, and that helps. I mean, that's going to help Buda Baker. Yes. I mean, they Patrick Peterson's not going to have to ISO Devontae Adams well, as if, long anymore. If, if they retain Patrick Peterson because he is a free agent, that's going to be an interesting watch as well. Don't you make the assumption they do now? I mean, or do they... I don't that, know. Would, that would hurt. That would look like, oh, what are what's Arizona doing then? If they're like they're loading up on pass rush, but then let one of the most elite corners that that pairs perfectly with a pass rush like that go. I mean, maybe it's just economics. I don't know the exact you know setup of the Arizona Cardinals you know front office. But this week, this week has been uh, cap casualty week. We've seen a lot of mm-hmm. people. I mean, um, Kyle Van Noy in Miami got cut. Um, We'll see where yeah, he I guess ends up. He was making more money than I thought he was. You know, you don't think about him as a massive paid player, but he, he had a pretty was, good deal that they yeah. he was really good too, though. He's mm-hmm. re- he was uh really good for them too. And a leader on defense. That was a surprise move to me. But Yeah, me too. Especially with, you know, Flores and the the history that they have and all that. Yeah. But uh we'll see. The Cardinals are like middle of the pack in cap space. They've got about twelve point five million in cap space. So it's not like they've got a bunch of you know, no, spending, but they've yeah. only got like four point six dead money, so that's not too bad. No, you can live with that for sure. Right now, I just don't know what Pat, what what Peterson is going to be looking at. You know what? What's he's what's his asking price? Right, like, and plus, in there's there's a couple teams that like, you know, what are we going to see with them? Like, the Buccaneers have a lot of cap space, but. Are they? They're going to try and bring, I'm sure, as many people back. I'm sure there are veterans who are going to be like, "Let me go there, just win a chip, or try and win a chip." Um, yeah, they're going to get some discounts. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to get some New England Patriots esque discounts. 
this offseason. I mean, the Patriots have a lot of cap space, and they're going to be, I think, a lot better. I mean, they're up, they had eight people opt out last year. Yeah, who are going to who are basically all coming back. So, I mean, if I mean the Jets, I mean, as as laughable as the Jets have been, Rob, Rob Sala is a great mm-hmm. coach. I mean, I I mean, there's a lot of trust in that guy, and yeah. he's absolutely a coach you want to play for. At least. Exactly. I'm not sure I'm going to like define him as a great head coach yet. Obviously, he hadn't done it yet, but he, his players will love him. Type of yeah. type of coach, right? Right. Even yeah, the Jaguars have the most. I don't know who's going there. I'm not going to lie. Not going to hold you. I don't. Uh, um, Trevor Lawrence is the only one that I know is going there. So. Yeah, he's the only person. <laughs> he's the only person I know is for sure is going there. Um, yeah. <laughs> The football team has a lot of cap space. That's interesting to me. Uh, that's uh, interesting. On the come up. Yeah. Watch out I for mean, them. Sign and you sign a couple good DBs, get some offensive weapons for your whoever you decide your quarterback's gonna be, whether it's Heineke or you draft somebody. Mm. I mean I mean it's there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. I'd be willing to absorb almost all of Deshaun Watson's contract <laughs> for them. I yeah. mean <laughs> I mean Apparently the Panthers are making a push. That'd be an interesting destination too. But I mean, we I think we're gonna do a full free agency deep dive. Yes. Pro, I mean, we'll have to combine. Next week is also March Madness, the start of it. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we might have to do. We'll have to work out how we're gonna pull this off. But yeah, yeah, we'll 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 figure that out off off camera or off. Yeah, yeah, sure, off camera. Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> let you. Um. Anyways. Let's move on to the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday that it's happening. So uh, we're not going to do a lot of predictions because they'll pretty much be dated by the time this episode uploads. Yep. But uh, mostly we're going to – well, really quick, we're, we'll just make some quick predictions. Uh, yeah. So, Dan, um, who you got in the uh, skills challenge? There, it. I've worked it down to two. I'm the, the favorite of Luca. I just feel like he's so precise with all those things that he does. That's how he does what he does in the NBA a lot. And then I'm gonna go with your man though. I I love Sabonis for this type of stuff as well, you know. And he's that little contrarian pick that, you know, not the big man winning the skills composition competition. Just I, I like that. He's plus five hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. money. I, that's not. I think you could do worse if you're up and you've got some money to spend. That's not a bad. That's not a bad bet to make. I think if you've got some extra cash. Yeah, Luca's only and Luca's only like plus two fifty or something like that, or two two twenty or something like that. He's plus two twenty five, and Chris Paul's plus two fifty. Yeah, the um, definitive favorites, I would say. From yeah, then it's the bonus. Randall Vucevic and Covington is the is is the caboose. Yes, yeah, Covington, um, which I'm yes. a little surprised at. I think I think Covington's got is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he moves. There's there's a reason these are the six people in in the competition. So yeah, they, he they do all the things. Um, it, it's also who's actually going to try the most and care the most about it. And I could just see Luca just constantly trying as hard as he can about everything. Yeah. I think I think it would either to me I like Sabonis though of the yeah. outside Paul, I mean Chris Paul could easily win it but I I'm a Pacers fan I'm going to go with my boy Sabonis as well. Um, all right, three point contest. Who you got? Hmm. I'm surprised Mike Conley's in it. Maybe like, he's shooting better than I than traditionally, but um, I mean I'm going to go with Steph. I, he's just he's just locked in right now. He doesn't always win it, but sometimes he does. Yeah, it's hard for me to not go with Steph because, I mean, I think Steph is playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder just this whole year. Yep. Everyone kind of was down. Like, they were like, oh, Clay's not playing. Warriors put him out again. And he's like, yep. he he's trying to prove something. So I like that, too. Yeah, They can't win a championship, but he can carry them at least a round, you know, maybe even two later, depending on who they play. Eh, nah, that no, West, that West is stacked. I mean, they're too deep. Yeah. They might be able to get past like a if they're, you know, 
I don't, I don't even know. The problem is they're going to be too low seeded, and they're going to have to play one of those top three teams. Right. Then... Like I don't see them getting past the Clippers, Lakers, or Jazz. I exactly. Don't, I don't see them getting past the Nuggets. That's four right there. That's the team I think he could just by himself score enough points. You know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Predict- I would probably wouldn't make that pick today, but. You know. And then uh, we've got. In my opinion, what is one of the lamest dunk contests I've ever seen in my life. And there's been some <laughs> lame ones in the past decade. Yeah. Um, at least on paper before that Zach Levine, uh, Aaron Gordon one, which is like an all timer. Yes. We got out of nowhere, you know, that's yeah. how, so maybe this will be out of nowhere too, but I don't think so. Obi Toppin, Anthony Simmons and Cassius Stanley. Um, I got to go Obi Toppin here. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, that's my pick, too. No, no offense to your, your pacer um, and, and to Mr. Simmons, but I did not know who either of those players were prior to looking up their names on the dunk contest. And I know Obi flashes and can, can be fun. So he feels like the obvious pick. Yeah, I don't know how much playing time Anthony Simmons gets, so this might play into it, but apparently he only has two dunks this season. So I don't know. What's going on that they qualified him to get in the dunk contest? Um, Good practice tape or something. And apparently Cassius Stanley broke Zion Williamson's school record for max vertical jump at Duke. So that would be interesting. I think he could might compete, but I mean, we'll see. It's kind of lame. They're doing it at the halftime of the all-star game. So it's like, I don't even know what this is. It's really weird. It's a weird year. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, before we make predictions on you know which team we think we're going to win, let's talk about this All Star Draft by LeBron and KD. Let's. I want to get every, you know we're going to share our opinions on like, do we think this draft is basically in the right order in terms mm-hmm. of skill? Um, and we will obviously. Uh, in defense of LeBron and Durant, if we make disagreements, they did have to pick the starters first, right? The 10 are locked in and then you go to reserve. So like, if we think a reserve is better, they should have, that's, that's us, the fans. That's our fault. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, let's start, let's just do the first, let's just go down to the starters. Um, yes. so LeBron picked Giannis first, then Katie picked Kyrie. Then LeBron picked Steph. KD picks Embiid, LeBron picks Luka, KD picks Kwai, LeBron picks Joker, KD takes Beal. Um, let's, then, just, let's do the starters first. Let's just see how, how we thought they did that. And I think I that's, I think, well, it's weird because oh, right. KD is technically a starter, but drafted a guy to replace him. And the starters, yeah. So that his not so number nine would be his starter to mm-hmm. replace him, Jason Tatum. Yes. The one thing I don't know was Tatum was he like the starter reserve, or he had to be picked, or did KD actually just get to pick Tatum his next starter? Because I don't know that. I wasn't but. watching, so I can't confirm. But if I remember correctly, he was voted. I believe he might have been like the next highest votes, or the That's next probably. Highest, okay. whatever. So maybe that's how they either that or KD just picked like I want him to replace me with mm-hmm. the rest of this team. Yeah, similar type of player to a degree too. So that like team construct makes sense. Um, does any is anything out of those picks fly out to you as, as a you wouldn't have made that selection or you completely disagree with anything there? I mean, it, I'm hard pressed to find too many flaws. I mean, Kyrie shouldn't be two, but they teammates. So that's why that happened. Yeah. Oh, um, I am seeing here on the page. So Tatum was elevated to a starter with Durant out. So okay. that was. Um, uh, the only thing that surprises me. I'm surprised Bradley Beal went as low went number eight. He was the last true starter picked. That's a little surprising to me. I mean, like Katie picked Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You knew that was going to happen, right? There was no, yeah. that was going to happen. Their teammates, their friends, you knew that was going to happen. Um, LeBron picking Giannis number one overall. 
I get it, I guess, mm-hmm. but I'm a little bit surprised just because if I'm LeBron, I would think I would want my guard first. But if he's playing guard anyways, right? Yeah, you know, it's that kind of shows his mentality, you know, to me that he was like, I want my power forward, my big guy that I'm going to play with first because mm-hmm. he sees himself as the guard, you know, as the point forward guy, you know, the ball handler. Yes, I could also see a little bit. Although he ended up with Joker, too, because Joker is, you know, Embiid is, I mean, not completely. All these guys are freaks, so they don't. But I think of Embiid more as, like, posting, just sitting in the paint type of thing. And I think of that Joker as well that he can. I mean, they obviously both step out and knock down threes, and they do all the things as well. But they have more of that direct post-up game to where Giannis does it. But Giannis seems to, he drives constantly. That's so, just kind of, that goes with LeBron's free-flowing team chemistry you know yeah and then lebron picks steph which i find interesting just because i wonder like what would kd have even picked steph is that oh. how's that relationship i don't think there's any necessarily beef between them it was draymond who definitely has yeah that did you know yeah i think everybody loves steph steph was the, he was the one that like conceded to kd like said no go ahead you you go be the lead or whatever and i'll you know take play less or not really play less but score less and do all those yeah. things so then KB picks Joel Embiid next, which I find interesting that he takes Embiid over Kawhi, which... Yeah. Kawhi's the only one that... I mean, he's not having like a... You know, a, he's not breaking the bank or, you know, busting through the roof no, with his yeah. numbers necessarily. But the Clippers are one of the top three seeds in the East. He's one of the best players. It's not like... He's just so quiet. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm, We've seen Kawhi Leonard play better than he's playing right now. But that's only because we've seen Kawhi Leonard be elite MVP automatic before type of player, you know? Yeah. And, like, the he went right after Luka. And I mm-hmm. love Luka. So I would have, you know, I have no problem with LeBron taking Luka. I do find it interesting that he took Curry and Luka. It's like he took all ball handlers. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting for his team. Um, if if LeBron was the coach, it feels like he wants to play five out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no true big men, even though he's got Giannis and, and, and Joker. Well, then he picks Joker, <laughs> right. And then yeah. um, KD takes Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum. Um, and Jason Tatum was the last and of all the starters, yeah. I'm, I, I like Jason Tatum. I think he's good. But, I mean, I'm taking every single player on here and some of the players taken after him before I take Tatum. Yeah, I'm not a gigantic Kyrie guy, but probably still over Tate. Probably. I mean, he's got he's pure talent, man. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, and I don't think his mental. He, I don't think it's not that he's not into the game or anything. I just think sometimes he just be doing a lot, and sometimes that's not great. But for the most part, he does a lot of good. So. Yeah, he's got some questionable. He's a crazy person, but I don't think it affects his game. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about. Cra- I wouldn't use the word crazy. I just think crazy's kind of dismissive. He's he's he likes to push the boundaries, but sometimes he's pushing boundaries that don't need to be pushed. Like there's like, no, no, no. We've those boundaries are established for a reason. Those are good, but then and he helps. There's. That's a whole nother debate, basically. Yeah, I'm with I'm him. Not necessarily qualified. But. No, neither of us. I'm just the flat earth thing. If you if you come up as a legitimate flat earther, I'm like, all right, c- come on, man. I don't like that either. Apparently, he's retracted that in the past oh, okay. or something. Or I don't know. I'd seen him hammer down on it before, though, as well. So I, yeah, we, I so. wouldn't want to discuss Kyrie's mental health or anything like that. I was just uh, yeah. for sense of humor was 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 making a statement. Right. Um, also, note uh, Joel Embiid. Not playing anymore, so I don't know. I think right. um, um, uh, who was it? Mike Conley is replacing one of them, um, Ben Simmons, mm. who's we're also going to about to talk about. I yeah. I saw the alert earlier. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up here in a second, but for now, so let's get to the reserves. Right. Um, so Katie had the first pick of the reserves, so basically got three picks in a row. <laughs> yeah, so which he'll is stay up. Then he picks Harden. One, no, no question there, right? Duh. Yep. Uh, duh. duh. Uh, LeBron takes Dame. Again, probably no question. We're all, um, also, 
LeBron has all three of the West guards, which is just crazy. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I noticed he drafted West as much as he could. It, it felt like, at least. Um, Durant took Ben Simmons. Then LeBron takes Zion. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I skipped a pick. I skipped a pick here. Um, so KD takes Booker. Mm. LeBron takes Ben Simmons. KD takes Zion Williamson. Zion okay. Williamson is starting over at B now. Z- okay. B, Zion has been elevated to the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense than a, as a Mike Conley direct replacement for. for well, Embiid. I think Mike Conley is now on LeBron's bench for Simmons instead of Simmons. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um. So then, uh, LeBron takes Chris Paul, another West guard. Yep. Uh, Katie takes Zach Levine. Then LeBron takes Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, Paul George. <laughs> then Vucevic and then LeBron saying he needs some size <laughs> takes the bonus from the Pacers KD takes Donovan Mitchell and then LeBron takes Rudy Gobert yeah both jazz players go last and then Mike Conley also is a fill-in so three jazz players end up on the roster um right. definitely a little more controversial in the uh in the backups compared to the starters. There's yeah, a lot more, um, to, there's a lot more to get in here. I'll start with the first half. Let's go picks basically 10 through um, 16, which were Harden, Lillard, uh, Booker, Simmons, Zion, Chris Paul, Zach Levine. Um, this is an interesting order to me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, James Harden, absolutely. I mean, yeah. he should probably be in over Tatum as a starter, to be 100% honest, but it was probably East-West thing. And Knicks. No, not well, Knicks. Both... Three Nets and stuff like that. I'd... Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, uh... um, and then Dame, I'm pers- perfectly fine with that. And Booker, I'm fine with that. Yeah, B- Booker is a little, just because he's been great. I might like some of these other names more, you know, than Booker, but I don't have a real problem, you know, or we're we're splitting hairs with him versus some of these other guys that we're going to get into. Yeah, well, Simmons at 13. I'm I'm okay with, I guess. That's the first one that stands out to me. Uh, there are, there are better, I mean, going all the way down to the second last pick, Donovan Mitchell, I'd prefer on my team than Ben Simmons, you know. Mm. I, That's a strong statement. You think? I I'm, I mean, in terms of this list that is, I don't know about the how the rest of the NBA feels or our listeners feel, but like Okay. I don't dis- necessarily disagree. Um, Zion at 14 is interesting to me because taking Zion over um, Julius Randle, Vucevic, Sabonis, and Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's- uh, yeah. I, I, Zion might be, it's what's weird to say, he might be the bottom of the list for this whole set of picks. I don't know. I'd put him above Vucevic. I like Vucevic. I forgot about Vucevic. I forgot. I I like Vucevic a lot. I just think Sabonis is a like. I don't. Katie also took Vucevic over Sabonis, so I don't know. I don't. I don't like. I mean, I disagree with that. I mean, you're you're a Pacers fan, but as a non-Pacers fan, I love Sabonis, and we were laughing off off camera. I don't hate like on my team. Would I rather have Sabonis over Gobert? Maybe, probably. But to just LeBron to make the direct statement, got to get some size on my team and then leave out the seven foot five guy is is comical. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then we got Chris Paul 15 and Zach Levine 16. Um, LeBron going all West guards is very, yeah. Did he get very- all of them? Does who does KD have? He got like one, right? Um, Katie's, uh, no, Katie's all of Katie's guard. Oh, he has Devin Booker. Katie has Bo- that's right. Booker. Yes. Okay. Not even a point guard, kind of a point guard, but you know, doesn't play point guard for his team. The majority of the time now. Yeah. But he's got Harden and Kyrie both who play point guard. So yes. Oh yeah. yeah and I'm Harden's saying. been playing point guard actually for the Nets this season. Mm-hmm. So no, um, 
I thought Zach Levine. I would have switched Zach Levine and Zion at least. I would have taken Levine over Zion. Yeah, Levine's proven that he can he can kind of do it all. You know, he's, yeah. he's Zion can and definitely will. He'll be bigger than Levine later, but not as of this point in their careers, you know, and this year looking at everything. Yeah. And I'm 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 I would have loved to have seen like Chris Paul and Zion Williamson on the all star team together, like Chris Paul throwing lobs for Zion, yeah. like Lob City back in it a little bit. That would have been mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, um, that have been with Chris- Zion instead of Blake like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Chris Paul with any of those guys, you know, that the jump out of the gym guys, you know, even Levine over there. I've been fun to have him with CP3. Yeah. But instead, he's going to be tossing it to LeBron. <laughs> he's basically LeBron yeah. picked CP so he could assist himself, basically. Yes. He 100% Not a bad did. move. No, no. Not a bad move at all. Um, and Giannis, maybe. Although Giannis isn't a big alley ooper. Yeah. Like he can do that. But Giannis yeah. feels like somebody you got to develop a lot of chemistry with to. To start throwing those lobs, where CP3 can normally just come in day two and figure that out with people. Yeah, and then bottom half um, is interesting. We already discussed a little, you know, the Gobert Sabonis thing. Yes. I mean, LeBron ended up with both of them, so I mean, it turned out to be a smart pick, obviously. Yeah. Um, but a little bit of jazz slander, which I find interesting, because so J- so um, LeBron took Jalen um, Paul George, Sabonis, and Gobert. And KD takes Randall, Vucevic, and Donovan Mitchell. Who's the best? Who got the best player out of that bottom seven to you? Because I have my answer. I mean, to me, the just purely best player. I mean, Paul George is is. I mean, in an All Star game, I guess it's it's a little bit different. It's very lax, and he's you mm-hmm. know. But you're talking defensive prowess of Paul George. Right. And it's an all-star game. The over-under is 308 and a half. So like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Right. But um, yeah. I mean, because he's also been scoring, though. He can score. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised oh, yeah, he went this low. I'm just, I'm just surprised he went. I'm surprised he went behind Jalen Brown. That's to me, Jalen Brown, I, I probably misspoke earlier where I put Zion and forgot about Vucevic. Because Jalen Brown's probably the, the bottom player in, in, in this entire all-star game. Outside of maybe Mike Conley now. Yeah. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is better than Brown. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I mean, he's be- I like him more than Simmons. I don't know if he's better. But, Sim- I mean, Simmons is just a weird player. Yeah, he's so strange that, I guess, you have to, I mean, he, what, how many threes has he made? Like, the one, right? Or two? I mean, it's... Yeah. Insanity. Uh, breaking news. Just got the alert. Nets expected to sign six-time All-Star Blake Griffin. Oh, that's, that's not even news. That was It was either going to be what? Them, the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Heat? I mean, that was really the only people I could I would have liked to seen him on the Lakers just because, like, having a nice backup to Anthony Davis would be good. But I guess the mm-hmm. Nets were like, mm, that sounds like a good recipe. Why don't we just sign him so that doesn't happen? Yes, and the, the Nets looked across the pond or, you know, across all of the rest of the country and went, are we going to be able to beat them if they do that? And they went, eh, we, we better pay him. We better, we better snatch him. And up. he's got a relationship with DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan is in him from Lob City days, so that'll be, you know. That's the best thing that's happened to DeAndre Jordan in a while is getting reuniting with his buddy Blake. Yeah. It's been a little rough going for him since those days. Yes, yeah, it has. And I just I want to touch on the guy we haven't talked about really yet, and we might have missed somebody else. But Julius Randle's been unbelievable for the Knicks. Um, I get not picking him over some of those guys we had in that first half because they're just so good as well. But just he deserves the respect of being there and, and not being the last pick just because he's a Nick and they haven't he hasn't done what he's done until this year. I don't think Julius Randle should have been the last pick, but I would have taken Sabonis, Mitchell. And maybe, I mean, if you're looking for size, maybe Gobert over Julius Randle. Yeah, Gobert kind of falls into that, uh, the Ben Simmons thing we kind of talked about. He's just so weird and unique of a player that it's hard to compare him with some of these other people. Right. Um, yeah. 
But I like Randall more than Vucevic. I keep saying this mm-hmm. like I don't like Vucevic. It's not again. It's not that I don't like Vucevic, but I also think like if you put Vucevic on a good team, I don't know if he puts up these numbers. He's playing right. the Orlando Magic without Markel yep. Fultz, unfortunately, mm-hmm. his injury. Um, you might be able to say the same thing about Randall. Yeah, but Randall has been there for a while, and I think he's actually developed now. Like this is him. Mm-hmm. Like saying, like, no, I can do this. Yep. Um, he wouldn't put up crazy numbers on a good team, but I think he would contribute more to a good, like, you know what I mean? He could yeah, be a he six be a, man. Yes, he'd be a six man or even like that fourth, fifth starter, you know, just the role guy. When they've got the, if he's not playing on a, a if the, his stars of his teams are a center and a point guard, then he's in the starting lineup as well. But if he's playing on the Lakers or something else where they, they fill his positions, then yeah, he's a perfect six man. Well, he's, I don't know if he's going to go back to the Lakers. No, I, draft- I, I was just the first team. LeBron and him are the same position, basically. Um, and for Anthony Davis, however you want to look at it, the two best players play his positions. So he's not going, you know, he's not yeah. starting over them. So that's that's it. Um, with that being said, you got to you got to pick you going team LeBron or team KD. By the way, Lebr- team LeBron favored by three and a half. Yeah, um, I guess team LeBron. He seems to win these things, doesn't he? I think he's got a pretty good all star game. Uh, like, does that even matter? Because, like you said, the over is three hundred and eight. Um, I'm going LeBron mainly just kind of. I, I do like his starting team more, even though I know they all play the whole game. And they only play ever many minutes. Um, I like the West guards, like you mentioned. I think the West better than the East. Give me all the West guards. I just like like his starting lineup is going to be Giannis, Steph, Luca, himself, and Joker. Joker. And then they're going to sub him out and put in like Dame, Chris Paul, Paul George, Sabonis, and Gobert, and Ben Simmons, Mike Conley, uh, Mike Conley. Now Mike Conley and Jalen Brown can fill in for that spot too. Yeah, like that's going to be a good lineup. How are they going to stop? Like we just Steph, Luca, Dame, CP3. I mean, the, the, uh, looking over in the East, I don't see the answers as far as guard play matchups. Like you said, Harden, Kyrie, I guess Devin Booker's your next guy stepping up. I prefer those guys all much over Devin Booker. Donovan Mitchell, I like a lot, but not compared to like Luca or Dane. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird year. Oh, uh, Booker, by the way, apparently injured, so not playing. Yeah, yeah so this is gonna everything's gonna change anyway. Can I also cheat and call it and say LeBron because KD's hurt? The cat, the captain's not playing. One of the, the three best players in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, three and a half's a nice. I don't know if I'd take. I don't. I don't like betting on the All Star game. You just yeah. never know how that's gonna go. I always um, would. If the only bet I ever take would be the over, just for the fun. Yeah. I agree. Three hundred eight and a half is an interesting one fifty four a piece, basically. Yep. One fifty five puts you at the over. If it's one fifty five to one fifty four, you hit the over. Yeah. And they yeah, got I mean, the I've seen them in I've seen them in the one sixties before. That's that's happened before for sure. Yep. Alrighty. I think that's enough NBA talk for now. Yep. Um let's move on to college basketball. Um where we are getting we are at the pretty much end of the regular season. The conference tournaments have already started. Several teams have punched their tickets, including but not limited to at this time of this recording. Liberty, Moorhead State, and today Loyola Chicago punched their ticket. Mm-hmm. They beat um Drake. Um You knew that re- you knew that rematch was coming in uh, yeah. in that conference tournament. I'm I'm hoping Drake gets in. They need to, they should be in. They're 25 and now four. Like come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, just the uh, first win, four. Oh, play on Thursday. And and Winthrop. Winthrop also punched their ticket oh, today. Okay. They're 25 and one. Yeah, but I it's crazy to think though that the team can win 25 games mm-hmm. and and if they don't win their tournament, they're out. And like listen, maybe they're not as good as like I mean, let me let's look at the first four out for a second. Um, yeah, I mean, are they, are they as good as like Seton Hall? Sure, give them. A, you know, 
Because I think Seton Hall is right there, like first four out or something, you know. They're absolutely as good as all of the bubble teams you're talking about, you know. Right. It's Which is weird to say. Are they as good as Duke? <laughs> Duke's out. I mean, I mean, basically Duke is out. Yes. And, and as of right now. Um, I, I don't see. Here we go. Um, as of uh, the most recent update I can find, it, I mean, this could have changed because everything changes, you know. Yep. He's got his last four in is Michigan State, Colorado State, Xavier, and Boise State. You're not telling me that a 25 win Winthrop isn't better or at least on couldn't challenge a Boise State, a Colorado State. Mm-hmm. As, you know, All I mean? of those teams. There's a reason those teams are there. They've lost 11 games or something or 10 games or they've only played. 16 so they've got six losses or something you know right if you there's something about winning and knowing how to win the only thing i will say to this is typically and almost always and this is why they haven't addressed it as much is the teams that go 25 and 1 in these smaller conferences and stuff like that always win the conference championship like 90 percent of the time so that you don't have to make that decision too awful much yeah yeah the conference probably calls the team in the championship, and it's just like you are taking a dive. We need this team in the tournament. Yes. We have scheduled you a road game next year with North Carolina for a million dollars. You're losing today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I can do that. Yeah. Um, moving on, let's look at the uh, Big 12 since, you know, we're W fans. We're not going to hunt. Yeah. Um, Pretty disappointing loss to Oklahoma State. Yeah, um, was not we shouldn't happy. have lost. Nope. Shouldn't have. Absolutely should not have lost to nope. Oklahoma State when their two best players did not play. 100%. I like Anthony Anderson, the third. Seems like a good player. Yep. He should not put 31 up against us. No, and the, I like those Boone twins. They're going to be good. Oklahoma State's going to be very good, but... You can't you can't lay an egg like that at, at this time in the season with national championship aspirations. You know, it it's worrisome to say the least. Because they didn't murder TCU either. TCU wasn't like a twenty five point blowout where it felt like they had control of the game. They, they did not play as well as they should have that game either. At this point, we've we we're to me we're a three seed. We basically have to beat Baylor and. Maybe Oklahoma in the conference tournament to get back up to that two seed. I think if we make the championship, we will be because we won't have to play Baylor until the championship. We can be a two. That's what I think. But I don't. A one's gone completely, of course. Even if we win it, or a two. Um, I think a four is gone. Even if we lose first round, because we get at least that first buy. Um, I think we're a three or a two with a week left to figure that out. Because we're going to play enough games. You can play three more games potentially. Yeah, um, I think right now uh, we are the three seed. We are. We are the three seed to where. But I think today's games may affect that outcome. But we can't go to the. We can't go lower than the three. We could have only gotten to the two. Kansas is the two, and we're the three. I think locked in. I don't think anybody can catch us. I I think Texas plays today, and they have the same. Uh, if they win today, they have the same conference record. But in our overall better? Yes, they would be better. So I They're, think I think we're the three. Well, it's it's weird though because they'll be seventeen and seven, and we'll be eighteen and eight. So we'll have played two more games than them. I think doesn't that because it's weird. It goes to like percentage or something like that after you know when it's not a direct like half game above or you know like the NFL they always play. Because you play a different amount of games, not supposed to, but this year we did. I think it goes to percentage, and 18 out of what of 26 is better than 17 out of 24. Yeah, let I me think. Is that even see. right? I don't know. I, I thought I had read and found out that we are locked into the, the three seed, because that would matter. Because then if we go to the four, then yeah, then we could potentially play Baylor over there in the, in the semifinals, which then I don't, that gives us one less win to losing to Baylor, I think does lock us at the three. Um, in the NCAA tournament then as well. It's stupid Houston. Houston's a two, and they're not going to play anybody else anymore, and they're going to... Hit a hell of a buzzer beater today. Dude banked it off the back 
scored uh, to win the game 67-64 from basically wow. the logo. I mean, that's March awesome. Madness is here, basically. Yeah, so I was about uh, to say, that's, it sounds like March. That's, that's great. Um, but anyway, let's, Big 12, big picture. Baylor obviously can win a national championship. They are elites. I think the best team in the country, but Gonzaga's just as good. Um, two seed at this point. I guess we'll go through the Big 12 seeds. Can Kansas win a national championship in your eyes, Chuck? No. They're playing really, really well. But I don't I don't think they can score well enough for a tournament run. I also, again, and this always changes because sometimes they always switch it up. Um, whose bracket they're in, but let me put you right. Yeah. As of right now, this is the brackets. Joey, Joe Lunardi has mm-hmm. Gonzaga's the in Gonzaga's bracket. Houston's the two Arkansas's the three and Virginia's the four mm-hmm. in Baylor's bracket. Ohio state's the two We're the three and Purdue's the four. <sighs> let me tell you. That feels like weak sauce. Like we could, we could make a run in that. I feel like we could beat Baylor. We yes. could, if we play our best, we could beat Baylor. Yep. I'm not that. Af- I'm not that afraid of Ohio State to be 100. Not for us. Here. We match not, up not, really not well us. with them. And even if Purdue were to upset Baylor, I'm not really scared of them. I mean, that'd be amazing news. Go, let's go, Purdue. Um, yeah. Obviously, Baylor's the the game there. I think I, that's us and Baylor, in my opinion, coming coming through there. Yeah. Um. Michigan's uh, bracket, they've got Iowa as the two, Ooh. Villanova as the three, and Oklahoma State as the four. I'd be terrified of Oklahoma State in that, in that bracket. I would say. I'm terrified of them. If I'm, I mean, I've, Michigan's really good. I, yeah. I mean, Iowa, I, I, I hope Iowa ends up in our bracket. That's another team I think we could easily handle. I think we're better than all the two seats. Personally, like just I don't think our resume necessarily automatically is because that's why we are there. But I think we're better than all of them. Even yeah, but I don't think we're better than any of the one seats. I I do not at this point. No, I think we can compete with all of them. But I would they deserve to be the ones over all of us. A hundred percent. Once Illinois, what they did to Michigan, they are the one seed. Yeah. And then, well, then we come to Illinois bracket. He's got Mm -hmm. Illinois, the one Alabama as the two. Texas as the three and Kansas as the four. I I do not want to play Illinois. Me, Boy, me Illinois either. is scary good right now. Yep. Yeah, they're playing, and they have one of the only people in the nation that can move Derek Culver around. You know, like he's another human being, not right. the monster person that Derek Culver is. But co- co- I just call him Coffee. It's Kofi Coburn, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, I call him Coffee just because. It's one name and it's faster. Uh, he's awesome because he 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 is more. He's what I want Derek Culver to be in a way. He's more aggressive as far as not shooting the ball because Derek's aggressive trying to score, but he slams down over people and makes you feel his presence as that huge guy. Where Culver loves to, he finally dunked it last game. Finally, even though we lost, he does those little fancy finger rolls and the hooks and all that stuff, which he's good at. But every once in a while, I see him just just intimidate a dude and slam it down over top of him like uh, coffee does. Yeah. I don't like, I'll tell you what, I don't think Alabama is that good as a two seed. Me either. I really, I, li- I think we're better than all. I stand by that. We're better than all the two seeds. We lost yeah. too many games to be a two, but. Hey, yeah. The two um, and the three, what the hell is the difference between the two and the three? Really? You got to play a six instead of a seven. I don't think I'm not going to be too, too scared of any six seeds. I don't think this year. Yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a weird year. This is going to be a weird year mm-hmm. um, for the tournament. Um, we got the conference tournament coming up. I'm going to say W makes it to the semifinal. And then, um, well, if we play Kansas. I think, I think we match up well with Kansas, man. It's not at Fog Allen, although it is Kansas true. City. But, I mean, but it's... They, normally, Kansas City for the Big 12 championship is like playing at Kansas because it's so close. But without, without the fans, it's, it's, it's got to be different. I know there's going to be some percentage of fans because they're opening up more in that area. But it's not going to be 100. It's not going to be stacked with Kansas fans. Yeah. 
It's going to be a fun time to watch. I'm sure we will have a full episode on March Madness next week. Um, yeah, once we have the official, because... Uh, well, Selection we, we Sunday our... is next Sunday at the time of this recording. Sunday, March 14th. Yeah, so we'll probably record Monday. It's what if I had to that makes yeah. sense right after that, and then we'll have well, a whole... It'll be a double whammy. Out. It'll be a double whammy, because March Madness start, starts on the... Uh, 17th i believe is the first four games mm-hmm. that's also when nfl free agency is officially open the tam- the not tampering period but the, yeah i mean basically the you can start talking as the 15th yeah we're gonna have to stockpile free agent moves and like just lead with the the headliners and then just have like a pre-draft one or something like that although how close is the national championship going to line up with the draft like a week apart or something like that usually I think what we here, we'll talk about this off air for now. That's good. That's a good. That's a good point. For now, Bush League listeners, just know we got a lot of stuff coming in the next month. March is looking up. Um. Yeah, we had a little lull as far as our sports preferences, favorite things to talk about and watch this just regular college basketball NBA season. Now we're going to start and get into obviously the end of college, free NFL free agency. Stretch time of NBA was when I really start to love the NBA. When you start looking at those seeds and how they're going to move around and who's going to play who and 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 how teams are riding towards the finish line. Yeah, and hopefully we start expanding our fantasy to some other sports. Uh, uh, UFC. Yeah. I might. We might. I might do a special. I might give my thoughts on March twenty seventh. Okay. Um. And then big, I mean, baseball is right around the corner, man. Baseball is right around the corner. Well, both of us will be talking about that. We'll probably have a season preview before opening day too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got we're coming into this time of year, man. It's 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 March, man. Time. We're here. Springs here. The Masters are. I mean, back in their normal slot of when they get played. Um, I can't wait. I know golf is in full swing. Mm-hmm. Is Tony um, Finau ever gonna win one? <laughs> it's driving me crazy. Dude, he's, he's always he's always right there. He's always the guy that's right there. Great yeah. fantasy pick because he's always he yeah. always, he's got a top ten finish like in the bag almost almost every week. But yeah, um, yeah he's getting like minus money on top tens now. <laughs> You're not, he's not even getting paid back in full. Yeah, uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But we we'll just know we listeners we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. So uh, for with with that being said, good luck on your picks. Have fun watching the All Star Game. Good luck, everybody. March Madness hey, is here. If your team's out of the tournament right now, maybe they make a run in the conference tournament, and you're all excited for the next episode. Let's, let's hope and pray.